you ever been at a power plant before? I've not ever. So, I was just thinking that. So this this power plant. But I wasn't there to talk power. I was there to talk cryptocurrency. A company called Core Scientific is building a new cryptocurrency mining facility in our area, and it's at the Denton Energy Center, a natural gas power plant owned by the city. The operation is one of more than two dozen in Texas, and there are a lot more expected to come this way in the coming years, even months. Texas is attractive to miners because uh, Texas has uh, cheap electricity, and also the laws are more friendly. I'm your host Bailey Friday, and North Texas wants to know. Why are cryptocurrency miners flocking to Texas? Okay, so here's a statistic that totally blew my mind. Get ready. Texas is forecast to be home to 20% of all cryptocurrency mining facilities in the world, not just the U.S., the entire world. And I asked the assistant general manager of Denton Municipal Electric, Terry Nalty, why Texas is so appealing to cryptocurrency miners. We have what's called an energy-only market here in ERCOT which means that uh, you're not paying for installed capacity of generators and things like that, so you're only paying for the price of energy. We also have a very high, one of the highest market penetration rates of renewable energy here in Texas, predominantly wind, but solar's catching up, and that wind energy is very, very inexpensive. A couple of years ago, like half of the mining was actually done in China. That is Ashish Agarwal. He's an associate professor at the McComb School of Business at UT Austin. But then China had uh, decided that they want to prevent this phenomenon. They they want to promote their own digital currency, so they banned miners. Right. So now they're looking for alternate uh, locations, and Texas is drawing uh, all these miners because of these uh, uh, favorable conditions on the uh, electricity costs as well as uh, regulations. And it's not like they just happen to be winding up here, right? The state is actively courting them. In February, Texas Governor Greg Abbott received the endorsement of the Texas Blockchain Council and tweeted, quote, The Lone Star State is poised to be a world leader in blockchain and cryptocurrency. Before we go any further, what is cryptocurrency? Sure, we hear about it all the time, but for a lot of people, that occasionally includes me, by the way, it's really confusing. I mean, it's a complicated topic. Cryptocurrency is a form of a, a virtual currency or digital currency or a digital asset, which can be used for uh, exchange uh, like we do uh, for, for regular currencies. The unique thing about cryptocurrencies is the way it is created and managed. So when you're looking at a regular currency, the government is minting the currency. There are banks which are actually managing the transactions, record keeping with the government oversight. When it comes to cryptocurrencies, you're essentially relying on a network of computers for creation and management of all the transactions. So the question begs to be asked, how do we figure out what it's actually worth? 
lot of value is actually coming from this high demand and low supply, right? So there is a lot of speculation that is going on. So there, it's not that there are a whole lot of transactions, but people just want to own the cryptocurrencies, hoping that the value would uh, keep appreciating. Now, keep in mind, like Agarwal said, there's no bank minting this currency. It's only out there in the digital space. And in order to make money off crypto, companies engage in a practice called mining. In most cases, they use giant data centers that house computers, just like the facility being built in Denton. For every transaction that is taking place, there are these computers owned by miners which are solving a cryptographic puzzle, right? And there is a sort of a competition between them. And whoever solves it first gets to record that transaction. And uh, as a reward, they get some part of uh, Bitcoin, right? So that is how a new Bitcoin or a crypto coin, right? So that is how a new coin is minted as a reward for the miners to record transactions for existing coins. And this is a very computationally intensive process. So you need very good hardware capabilities and uh, and then you need a lot of power to to do the mining a lot of power the ditton operation will use up to 300 megawatts of electricity that's more power than the capacity of the city's plant on the same property by the way which tops out at 225 megawatts but nalti says ditton's natural gas plant is rarely asked to operate at that level because in 2018, the city council adopted the debt and renewable resource plan. It sets a goal to power the city using renewable energy only. And the city actually met that goal in 2021. For the first time, 100% of the energy we consume for the year came from renewables. And uh, we have a number of long-term renewable contracts um, that supply the city. And uh, although we're sitting here at the Denton Energy Center, which is a natural gas-fired generator, we have to have this natural gas generator for reliability because at some time the wind doesn't blow and the sun doesn't shine. Obviously the sun's not shining at night and the wind may not blow at night. We still have to deliver energy to our customers. So this facility is actually a backup or an insurance policy against the continuous flow of that green renewable energy. The data center in Denton is run by Core Scientific which operates facilities for digital asset mining and blockchain infrastructure. Because the city has its own electricity company, Ditton customers don't rely on retail providers, which use the state's largest retail power provider, Encore. Core Scientific says it'll purchase renewable energy credits to offset any emissions. So if you were to build this facility in Encore, which was a possibility, right? Mm -hmm. A couple of things. One, the supply of energy wouldn't have to be 100% green. Two, the access to the transmission system and the distribution system, those charges are stipulated by the Public Utility Commission of Texas. So the energy would be bought from a third party, a competitive provider. In Texas, we call them retail energy providers. That would be a negotiated rate for the energy between CORE and whoever that rep was. And then on top of that, they would have to add these mandated transmission and distribution costs that are regulated by the Public Utility Commission of Texas. Those rates are regulated in Denton by the city council.
The city definitely sees its benefits. In fact, there's enough money being brought in from the operation to avoid passing on a rate hike to debt municipal electric customers, even as the city pays off loans it took out to get through the winter storm two years ago, the storm that knocked out power to millions across Texas. If you remember, several city council members were actually concerned about this deal before it ultimately passed. So what do you believe made them come around to this? Well, the concern was, you know, it was shortly after URI, where we all experienced these horrific blackouts, brownouts, rotating outages around the state, and increasing the demand by almost the same amount as the city seemed to be a bit of a stretch at first glance. But again, you have to remember that this poor scientific facility will be connected to the transmission grid, not to the city of Denton. And so it's a much, much larger supply that they can draw from. So let's zoom out a bit from Denton and look at the statewide picture again. On top of the power grid, there are also environmental questions. Cryptocurrency and Bitcoin specifically have come into the U.S. electric system so quickly over the course of the last two years. Really, the first thing that can pick up to meet that demand is existing fossil infrastructure. And so where we might have had areas where fossil energy production was actually fading out um, as it was being replaced with clean energy, this is a very quick impetus to push up the demand and requirement for that existing fossil infrastructure to continue operating, or in some cases, even be restarted. That's Jeremy Fisher, a strategic advisor with the Sierra Club. He says being able to avoid retail providers could be attractive to miners. It's effectively an arms race of we want to grow faster than anyone else can grow. And so it means that we have this extraordinarily fast movement in it, but it also means that there's not enough time necessarily for the rest of the grid to grow and adapt to it. So while other industrial customers and large energy users specifically look for least cost energy, Bitcoin users look for the soonest possible energy they can get, what they can get right now. In addition to the city-run plant in Denton, another massive cryptocurrency mining facility is also being built in Corsicana that's about an hour south of Dallas, where the energy distributor is also local. The Navarro County Electric Cooperative serves parts of Ellis, Navarro, Freestone Hill, and Limestone Counties. Fisher says there's a reason avoiding all the retail providers is attractive to miners. So then it becomes a question of what kinds of costs are being borne by the city or the cooperative that might not otherwise be. And so we have actually some facilities that are being built with cooperatives who have offered, for example, to pay tens of millions of dollars for transmission and distribution, and sometimes even larger slates of infrastructure in order to make sure that those mining facilities are equipped with the power that they need. And the problem there is that if the bottom falls out from the Bitcoin market, for example, which it has right now, um, and those facilities aren't able to actually maintain themselves over the long run, the city or the municipality or the utility that's otherwise serving it that's taken that bet may actually be left with having paid into ensuring that this facility is around and not going to get their money back on the other side of it. So, yes, there are concerns about the grid and the environment, of course, 
But what about the big underlying cause of those concerns, cryptocurrency itself? I mean, what happens to all these big data centers if its value tanks? This is true for any kind of emerging phenomena like internet, for example, right? Where in the late 90s, there was this bubble that we created and there were a lot of value loss because the bubble burst and then it has taken off, right? And this is like a mainstream thing. So I think when people think about cryptocurrencies, that is how they view it. That, yeah, there are all these initial miscalculations about valuations and uh, there's a bubble and uh, if it bursts, it's going to create short-term issues, but in the long term, it's something that is quite spread out and people have seen a lot of value in it, right? So it'll take off after that. But yeah, short-term, we can expect some, some pain there. I'm Bailey Friday at News Radio 1080 KRLD in Dallas, Fort Worth. Thanks for joining me on our new podcast, North Texas Wants to Know. If you liked the show, please give us a rating and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was produced by Chris Blake and Savannah Jones. Original music by Michael Eisenstein. Editorial support from Cooper Mall. Odyssey's managing producer for national news podcasts is Myron Kaplan.